0: This episode of Humans of Stubbins Point is brought to you by the Sputtering Blowhole. Come on down to the Sputtering Blowhole, the only bar in Rat job Cove. We've got all sorts of new drink specials. Try our Bahama Mama; ain't been home in three days, and we really ought to call the cops. Also, try our Long Island iced tea; is better than Mariska Hargitay on Law and Order SVU. Then we got the Jack and Coke Brothers Make Unfair Campaign donations. And round it all out with the Gin and Ton, Nick Cage, and Captain Corelli's mandolin. Who the hell named these cocktails? They're so long. Oh my gosh, it's such a mouthful just to say them. Betty, Betty, was that you? So come on down to the sputtering blowhole located at Scenic Rat Job Cole. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Humans of Stubbins Point. My name is Hunter Radabaugh, your host, coming to you live from the Howard J. Flubbins Memorial School of Broadcasting, here on the beautiful island of Stubbins Point, Delaware, at Stubbins Point University. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts... Spencer Wentworth. And... Kim. So, guys. Yeah. Hey. It's a big week here at Stubbins Point. Yeah. Yeah. We've got prospective students visiting yes we do
1: mm-hmm. welcome the new class or prospectively the new class yeah so for
0: our non-islander and non-college listeners uh, all of the people who are thinking about coming to stubbins point are visiting the campus this week they're staying for a whole weekend and they're shadowing a student mm-hmm. i have a shadow oh yeah
1: Who's uh, your shadow? Uh,
0: my shadow is going to be a young man named Carl Bjornsen. Carl uh, Bjornsson. Yeah, exchange student from Denmark. Mm-hmm.
1: And as I understand it, Spencer, you have about nine shadows because of course you do. I do. Well, you, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, I give tours throughout the entire week as part of the visit week. Um, but I like to also get to know students on more of a one-on-one level. I guess it's the RA in me. What can I say? So I do have nine. Their names are Jeremy, Brad, Josh, Daniel, Danny, those are two separate people, uh, Tim, Tom, Frank, and Joseph. You want to get to know people on a one-on-one level, so you took nine shadows. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm tutoring about 120 students, but I get to know nine of them more personally. Cam, do you have anyone shadowing you?
2: No, no. I mean, I I appreciate that you guys are taking a hands-on, tangible effort. uh, But I I just try to stand at like a medium distance from the tours and... Just leer at people. You're the king of leering. Yeah, I just like to stare from behind things and try to catch you know one or two people in the group, try to catch their eye so that they decide you know oh man is this a weird thing that's happening? Do I need to tell the rest of the group? And they fall behind, and then I laugh.
0: When I came for student week last year, mm-hmm. I noticed Cam leering at me, and I thought he was a ghost. I'm still not sure if Cam is a ghost. Wait, what? What? So anyway, we have an awesome guest this week. We have for the first time someone who's on the faculty of Stubbins Point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want you to give a warm Stubbins Point welcome to Dr. Jmo Dobins. Yeah. Yay. Welcome. Thank you. Doctor. Thank you. That's
3: too much. The Thank doc. you.
0: Thank you. Nothing's it. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here, boys. Thank you for making it all the way up to the seventh floor of the broadcasting school. I know it's kind of an arduous climb.
3: You know what? I don't get. The chance to take the stairs too often, so uh, I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, mm. well, just don't take them down. It's it's bad news.
3: Yeah,
1: shoots only. Yeah, yeah. You will trip if you go down the stairs.
2: Take uh, shoot number three. It's actually at, uh, at the third floor. It goes outside, which is pretty sweet.
1: Oh, skips yeah. a step.
3: Yeah,
2: it goes outside, and you can be like, whoo!
3: How do ready. I get to shoot three?
2: What? Um Well, look for the Roman numeral three. Uh, be careful. It's right next to the garbage chute.
3: That one just goes straight down.
0: Dr. Dobbins, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what you teach here at Stubbins Point?
3: I am a tenured professor of American African Studies.
0: American African Studies. That's
3: right. American African Studies.
0: So how does that differ from African American studies? Well,
3: African American studies is studying all of the great contributions to our society and our history uh, made by people whose descendants were from Africa, whereas I study Americans who went to Africa.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
3: Why is this
2: weird to you guys?
0: It's not weird. It's just, it's a little bit of a niche topic that I do not believe is offered at most other universities. I have never heard of that until I came here. That's a really
2: important Mm -hmm. class. I mean... Here in Stubu, we make sure that we learn American-African studies.
1: It's
3: important stuff. Thank you, Doc. It's one of the things that I think really sets our schools apart. Yeah, that's right.
1: What are some of the classes you take as in uh, American-African studies?
3: Uh, Nollywood 101. That is uh, the Nigerian film industry. All of your general education courses, of course. Um, mm. Humanities, mm-hmm. mm, literature.
0: Yeah, I've sure. noticed actually the, uh, the Department for American African Studies is one of the larger sections of the, uh, the Academic Affairs Building. There's an entire wing dedicated to just the American African Studies courses. It's, uh, it's almost a, kind of like a museum. There's a lot of exhibits up there.
3: A lot of exhibits. We have a lot of first hand accounts as well. We have a lot of selfies. We have uh, a number of GoPro videos. Yeah.
2: Oh, and I mean, think about it. Anytime that uh, somebody decides to take spring break to one of the many African countries, we have to make more space in the museum for a new exhibit. I mean, anytime any new American goes to Africa, we need to learn about what they're up to.
3: A study abroad
1: program is a nightmare for me.
2: Oh, yeah. So much content coming in.
1: Well, you know what they say, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, did it make a noise? Who says like, that? What? Oh, that's a that's an adage. That's a... A, a what? An, a, ad, an it's advertisement?
0: A, it's a very common saying on the mainland. It's a common Camel- saying.
2: Okay. Well, we're at this point. We've been through this. What, explain it to me. So a tree falls in the forest.
1: <sighs> okay. So the, the premise there is, of course, it's going to make a noise, but if no one hears it, then you know, philosophically speaking, perhaps it didn't technically make a noise because no ears were uh oh. befallen.
2: Okay, Spencer. So so your argument in this is that if humans don't witness something, it doesn't exist?
1: That's I'm not arguing. So Dr. Dobins. <laughs>
0: Do a lot of Stubbins Point students uh, travel to Africa in their time here at the university?
3: I try to encourage all of my students to, all of my classes to. uh, I've seen it go up since I've been here, incrementally, I would say.
0: How many went, for example, like last spring semester? Last spring,
3: we had three students go.
0: And is there any sort of special program that students might keep an eye out for, like that they can apply for, that might send them to Africa through the university? And before
2: you answer, Doc, just keep in mind that you're kind of creating your own nightmare because we know it's, it's difficult when new history is created for your department, and as you encourage people to go, I mean, they're going to bring their smartphones. I learned about selfies. Recently?
1: He did. It was in one of our recent episodes. I explained it as, so you know, we have the big uh, payphone in the middle of the town. Yeah, this
2: wasn't helpful. Your explanation, I had to look it up myself after.
0: So, Doc, <laughs> I understand that not only... Are you a professor of American African Studies here at Stubbins Point University, but you are also pretty heavily involved with the Stubbins Point basketball team back in the day?
3: Back in my day, that's right. I uh, am not just a professor, I am an alum.
0: Are you,
1: are you the JMO?
2: Yeah. He's, game-o, he's game-o-jam-o. jam I knew this
3: was coming.
1: Oh, my gosh. I never put two and two together. Yeah. Remember that
0: jersey retiring ceremony that we went to last semester? Oh, that yeah? was him.
1: Yeah. That was you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a big fan. I'm yeah, just here to get enrollment jersey.
3: up for my class, please. We don't need
1: it. Oh, no, no. Let's talk all about this. This is awesome. Nobody wants to hear this. You Stop. are like one of the greatest athletes in Fighting Turquoise Stubbs history. I know for a
0: fact That that sports bar in Rat Job Cove has this show on every Friday. And I know that they're dying to hear a little bit about Game O.J. Oh,
1: man. Tell us. You. okay. What was going through your head through the last 60 seconds right before you hit the game winner?
3: Don't miss.
1: Oh, man. That checks out. Yeah,
2: that's that's a really good thing to
3: be thinking
1: about. Because,
2: you know, if if you had been thinking miss, you might have missed.
1: Not game oj so He brings the Game-O. For people
0: who are not familiar with Stubbins Point athletics, non-Islanders mainly, uh, Game-O-J-Mo was on the only Stubbins Point men's basketball team to ever make it to the NCAA March Madness tournament. Yeah, that was a, quite a while ago.
3: That's correct. That's correct. 1992.
0: Would you say that the current state of the Stubbins Point basketball team... Uh, do you look on it with a little bit of disappointment seeing as how we haven't been to a tournament since?
3: I'm never disappointed. Uh athletics isn't really about the winning. It's about uh brotherhood and, and camaraderie ship. Here, here.
0: Now, uh that was actually also I believe the Stubbins Point Pep crew was formed specifically for that tournament back yeah. in the nineties. They had a
2: they had a cheer specifically about camaraderie ship. Spencer, why don't you share that with
1: us? Comradery is the rod we see. It's to the tune of O Canada? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, w- I wasn't part of it in 1992. No. That was before I was even born.
2: No, I've heard about this. I'm pretty sure Canada copied us.
1: Oh, that could be. Yeah. From the camaraderie cheer, Guys, shut up. We have JMO. <laughs> Did you just tell show. me to shut up, Spencer? This is a big deal. Ophelia. This is- <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, hey hey.
2: No people food. No people food. Oh wow, she really just kind of calmed right down. Man, now how am I going to threaten you?
0: So, uh doctor, uh do you mind if I call you doc is that okay?
3: That's fine with me.
0: Would you say that um, your college athletic fame gets in the way of your teaching at all? Uh, Because I know that I've heard at least three freshmen say they were taking your class just because they wanted to ask you questions about basketball.
3: Three freshmen? Wow. Uh, You know, I think being a professor of a subject that only one person teaches, I think that has brought me a, a higher level of fame.
2: Do you feel like, um, are you able to cross over your, your two passions of basketball and American-African studies by talking about all of the amazing Americans that have gone to Africa to play ba- basketball?
3: Uh, that's actually a subject of uh, an upcoming class of mine. No kidding. I'm going to show the film White Men Can't Jump. Oh, And nice. then we're going to... Examine other uh basketball players, That's myself fantastic. included.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of the air up
3: there. That is a great basketball movie. Yeah. Hoosier's?
2: Yeah. Hoosier. Well, I don't know that one. What's that?
3: Hoosier's is a
0: basketball movie. Okay. Gene Hackman. Okay. Yeah, it's about Indiana. That's a state on the mainland. I feel like
2: we're gonna lose me real fast here. We should probably move on.
0: So <laughs> how many times would you say have you like have you been to uh have you been to Africa as part of the program? Have you done work there or anything?
3: Never. N- never. Nope, Wait what?
1: You've never been to Africa, but you teach American African studies.:
3: uh, That's correct. Do Egyptologists go to Egypt?:
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Th- they usually do. Egyptologists N- I mean, not every day, not every day. Like it's like you still have time, but it, you know it might be a good thing to do. Like I mean, you're the expert here.
2: Yeah, let's not get on Doc's back, okay? I mean, he knows the most of anyone that I've ever met about American African studies, and he didn't even have to go to Africa. Think about that. That's impressive. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: So, uh, moving on here a little bit, we actually have a new segment this week. As I understand, Spencer, uh, you're not only doing the athletic coverage, you also have started a restaurant review portion of the show. By golly, I have. Spencer's Slurpees. (laughs) So let's hear a little bit about Spencer's Slurpees.
1: Welcome to the first edition of Spencer's Slurpees, the segment where I try food from different restaurants in town and blend them all together like a smoothie. But Spencer, you're a monster. Why would you blend all the food together, you ask? Well, if you're like me, you're constantly on the go. So I'll let you know which restaurants have the best food to be blended together. First restaurant I'm trying, Olive Garden just a reminder this is not the american food chain but the ma and pa small timey italian restaurant owned by ma and pa so uh here in front of me i have the chicken linguini chicken linguini i have the yellow spaghetti and i have a cheese stick we're gonna stick these all in the blender and all right moment of truth here we go hmm interesting I'm getting a nice, uh, I'm getting a nice noodly flavor. I think the, uh, I think the hardened cheese stick gives it a nice thickness. Uh, I'm gonna give this six slurps out of ten.
0: Thank you, Spencer, for that highly, highly unorthodox way of sampling a restaurant's menu. <laughs> slurp, slurp, slurp.
2: Yeah, I gotta say, I like the name, but I don't like the sound effect that
0: you do after. <laughs>
2: That Yeah, that's it. Yes. I, I don't enjoy that very
1: Listeners much. can't see, but I'm not actually slurping anything right now. That's just with my mouth. Yeah, You're going to give them tongue. asthma. Yeah, his <laughs> tongue sticks out very far away. Yeah, it's
0: the the um, I'm like a snake. People <laughs> tune
3: in for those asthma reactions.
2: So I, I got to say, Doc, um, it's really exciting to learn what you were thinking about in the last 90 seconds of that game. But the truth is, I feel like our listeners, and something that I've never heard from you, we'd really want to know about what you were thinking in the last 90 seconds before the plane went down on your way back from the tournament.
0: Wow. Cam, that's a that's a
2: little
1: bit of a heavy um, question. Well, this is
2: hard-hitting journalism, Spencer said so.
1: This is That's true. We are asking the tough questions here on HOSP. Really caught off guard. I
3: don't know if... People want to hear me talk about the greatest tragedy in Stubbins Point University history.
0: I just, I don't want to take away from the seriousness of this moment, but he was a point guard for Stubbins Point, and that's kind of funny to me.
3: Stubbins Point, point guard. S-P-P-G.
1: Spig. Mm. Wait, but but seriously, Doc.
2: Yeah, let's talk about that plane crash. Uh,
1: hey, hey, Doc. Um... If you need to cry, that's okay. Just know our show might be canceled if we have one more guest cry.
2: Yeah, we have a quota now.
1: Most
3: of our guests cry. I can see why. You hit them off, right off the bat with questions about tragedies.
2: Well, it was worse when I thought that hard hitting journalism meant something else. Mm. Yeah, there were some injuries.
3: You get confused a lot.
2: Well, it's
0: fun. Uh, for the non Islander listeners who aren't familiar, uh, Doc here is actually the only person from that championship tournament team that is still alive because everyone was on the plane coming back. Everyone was on the plane coming back from the tournament, and the plane went down, and none of the bodies were ever found. Or the plane, or the plane, just Doc. Yeah, it was a
3: tragedy and a mystery. Yeah, you just called the cops from a Wawa. That's the only thing around. If there was a sheets, believe me, I would have used the sheets.
0: Yeah. Sheets is better than Wawa. Mm-hmm.
3: Doc, have you? Cam? Have you? Do they have sheets on the island?
2: Uh, they well, they do not. No, we don't. We only have one gas station.
1: So you've never tried sheets?
2: No, I've heard about it though. I heard about a place in Colorado called Come and Go.
1: There's so the a place in Iowa called Casey's. They have really good pizza.
2: Like I said, hard hitting journalism.
1: Right, the plane crash. So all of your friends died, and you swam back to Stubbins Point. Am I correct? That's correct. How did you do that after playing in a full 40-minute basketball tournament game?
3: Uh, I eat my vegetables, uh, lots of Powerade. I get 10 hours of sleep a night.
1: That is at least six more hours than I get a night and now I'm rethinking my own choices.
0: What if, you, what if you were on the Lady Teapot while it sank and I you had to swim back.
1: back? Yeah, I'd probably only get fourth tenths of the way.
0: Why was the plane flying back to Stubbins Point instead of taking the Lady Teapot? There's only one airstrip on the island, and as I understand it, has a private owner. That's why the public doesn't use it.
3: Uh, the, uh, the, I, I'm not a pilot.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think the logistical answer here is the NCAA pays for travel, Two uh, locations for March Madness, so I think in this specific case they paid for a plane, and so uh, Doctor Bill, who owns the strip, had to basically got a cut out of that. Oh.
2: I gotta say that that sounds like it checks out, but I couldn't help but notice that JMO got a little flustered when we asked him specifics about that trip. Is there something that you'd like to get off your chest?
3: You know what? I it's been weighing on my mind a lot since nineteen ninety two. I just I've never said this before, but it's the best year of my life. So I'm glad I I'm glad I was there for that. Wait,
2: you're it, glad that you were in a plane crash? Wait, the best year of your life was when all of your classmates died in a plane crash.
3: And we went to the tournament, and I'm glad I was there for that.
2: Okay, that's a positive, positive outlook.
1: Doc, I'm gonna ask two questions. Pick one. <laughs> one. Did you kill all your friends? Number two, have you ever considered the NBA?
3: I thought a lot about the NBA actually, uh, but I was—I'm only six one, far below ideal, and I have a very short wingspan. So, mm,
1: sure, you're not really, like Kevin Durant. No,
3: not like Rondo. I'd run into a lot of defensive issues.
1: Mm-hmm, sure.
0: Well, that's all I need to know. So we're almost out of time, but I want to thank Dr. J. Mo Dobins for coming on the show. Thank you so much, doctor. Thanks for
1: having me anytime.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you
1: so much. You're a hero of mine, and I brought a basketball for you to sign when we're done.
0: It's too much. I'll sign it, though. Thank
1: you. Yeah, and to any prospective
0: students visiting the campus this week, we highly encourage you to check out the Department of American African Studies. Yeah. And as I understand, we have a little bit of listener fan mail from
1: one of our most famous listeners. Yeah. One of our most famous listeners. I think that's fair to say. This comes from Spencer Walrath, who's emailed the show before. Dare I say, number one fan. Uh, Spencer Walrath is a real person from the D.C. metro area. He says, hi there, H O S peers. I think that stands for Humans of Stubbins Pointers.
2: Yeah, I've heard you say it before, Spencer.
1: Oh, sure, you're right. No, that's what he said in the email. So,
2: Oh, uh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You're hi still there. reading. No, I'm reading. Okay.
1: Is <laughs> this all part of the email? No, 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 no. The only part so far from the yeah, email is, Yeah, I'm reading is, my there. part. I'm saying my hi part, there, my H-O-S-P-ers. lines from the email. <laughs> no, this is not scripted. Okay. <laughs> hi there, H O S peers. I live in our nation's capital, and due to recent geopolitical developments, I spend an unhealthy amount of time preparing for a nuclear bomb to be detonated over me. Fun fact, if I'm at work, I will be immediately obliterated, but if I'm at home when the blast goes off, I will have roughly 20 minutes to run the mile north to Maryland in hopes of outrunning the nuclear fallout, provided I don't get crushed by my building collapsing. I'm considering moving in the near distant future and was wondering what sort of fallout shelters are available on Stubbins Point. Spencer Walrath is just
0: a pile of fun isn't he oh yeah
1: he sounds I've never met him in person but we are Facebook friends now oh and he seems like a bundle of joy and I am mm-hmm. honored to be his friend
0: well actually if I was gonna say as far as surviving fallout on Stubbins point goes I think cam's place is probably the safest
2: yeah I mean my place is pretty safe but you know it is in the side of a mountain you know next to the whale farm so we have good coverage but um to answer your specific question Spencer Walrath. Uh, we don't have fallout shelters, but we do have fallout boys.
0: This episode of Humans of Stubbins Point was recorded and improvised in Chicago, Illinois. Spencer was portrayed by Ian Goldsmith. Cam was portrayed by Ben Rackle. Hunter was portrayed by Zane Rarick. Dr. J. Mo Dobbins was portrayed by special guest J. Corey Buckner. Produced and edited by Zane Rarick. Like Cubans of Stubbins Point on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Stubbins Point Radio. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud.